Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rose, and welcome to episode 153 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. The show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's all game releases. The big games out last week were the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, Rogue Legacy 2, and Bugsnax. The games coming out this week include Loot River, Evasion from Hell, Wildcat Gun Machine, Picto Quest, X-Force Genesis, Rift Tracks the Game, Trek to Yomi, Best Month Ever, Citizen Sleeper, and Elemental War 2. A new game surprised addition to Xbox Game Pass in that you can now play NBA 2K 2022. And also, they announced the games with gold for May of 2022. From May 1st to the 31st, from the Xbox One, you can play Yoku's Island Express. And then the Inner World, The Last Windmonk, available from May 16th to June 15th. From Xbox 360, on May 1st to the 15th, you can pick up Hydro Thunder Hurricane. And then available from May 16th to the 31st was Viva Pinata Party Animals. Now it's last week's biggest news stories, and we have four to cover this week. Number one, Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase announced for June 12th. Michael McWhorter at Polygon writes, Xbox Game Studios and Bethesda Softworks will hold their annual gaming showcase, which is typically aligned with E3 in June, on Sunday, June 12th at 1 p.m. Eastern, Microsoft announced Thursday. The live stream show promises to feature, quote, amazing titles coming from Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda, and our partners around the world, end quote, Microsoft said in a statement. The Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase will cover games coming to Xbox and PC platforms, including releases for Game Pass for Xbox and PC. The show will be streamed on Xbox's YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok channels. Viewers should expect at least two Bethesda games to show up during that event, Bethesda Game Studios Starfield and Arcane Studios Redfall, both of which are slated for a release in 2022. On the Xbox Game Studio side, there are many announced but still undated games that could appear, including Obsidian's Entertainment's Avowed, Rare's Everwild, Avalanche Studios' Contraband, Playground Games' Fable, The Initiative's Perfect Dark, Ninja Theory's Senua Saga Hellblade 2, Undead Labs' State of Decay 3, and Obsidian Entertainment's The Outer Worlds 2. I cannot wait for this showcase. You guys all know by now that these are what I live for. These are the Super Bowl every year, and of course the big Xbox showcase during E3 in lieu of E3 is the big one. I cannot wait to see what we see. Obviously, Starfield is going to be the big premiere game that we're going to find out all about. But what is coming out this year? Really, all we know is apparently Redfall, which I don't really believe at this point since we've seen almost nothing, and they targeted summer of 2022. But hey, maybe we got a beta. But what else is going to come out this year? Are they really only going to have Starfield? I can't wait till we find out in a little over a month. Number two, Call of Duty Warzone 2 will reveal groundbreaking innovations this year. Ryan's Dinsdale at IGN writes, Activision has very high expectations for Call of Duty Warzone 2. The publisher said in its first quarter financial results that the sequel to its 2020 Battle Royale will feature, quote, groundbreaking innovations, end quote, that will be revealed later this year. Quote, development on this year's premium and Warzone experiences led by Infinity Ward is proceeding very well, end quote, Activision said. Quote, the new free-to-play Warzone experience, which is built from the ground up alongside the premium game, features groundbreaking innovations to be revealed later this year, end quote. The report didn't indicate a release date for Warzone 2, but at least said that fans will hear more about it relatively soon. Activision announced the sequel in February, saying it would be built in a new engine and features an all-new playscape and a new sandbox mode. Developer Infinity Ward's co-studio head Pat Kelly admitted that it effed stuff up in the original Warzone, 
as the team is not happy and determined to fix the issues with the game. Dance had criticized its overall stability and lack of content, especially given the install sizes that Infinity Ward itself admitted were effin' crazy. Warzone was refreshed when its Season 2 Reloaded update, and Infinity Ward certainly tries to keep things interesting with its various events. These include the additions of Godzilla and King Kong, plus Colossi from both the anime and rap worlds of with Attack on Titan and Snoop Dogg DLC. I need this to be a big step forward. I was so addicted to Call of Duty Warzone when it first came out, but I quickly dropped off, especially with the new Pacific map, which I just don't enjoy. I hope they can bring some new, significant innovations, and they're not just buzzwords during a financial report. I hope it runs better, looks better, and I do hope that it's next-gen only, but I don't think that'll be the case. Number three, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is this year's new Call of Duty. Michael Mike Warder at Polygon writes, Call of Duty returns to Modern Warfare in 2022. Developer Infinity Ward and Activision confirmed Thursday in tweets that show the logo and the title of the next game in the series, which appears to be simply Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. This year's entry in the enduring shooter franchise is expected to arrive on consoles and PC sometime later this year. On Twitter, the game's official accounts teased, quote, the new era of Call of Duty is coming, end quote, and posted a brief teaser video. That video offers little more than aesthetic tease, but very briefly shows the logo for Task Force 1401, the international spec ops unit that served as the principal protagonists of the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 that released in 2009. This year's game may technically be titled Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 in an attempt to differentiate it from the other game that bears the name based on the above logo. The Call of Duty Black Ops games have used Roman numerals for sequels, including the unusual Call of Duty Black Ops 4. This is exciting, I guess. I did really enjoy the reboot of Modern Warfare. It's just so weird for me because Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 back from 09 was probably my most played game and favorite multiplayer experience of all time. Right time, high school, all my friends couldn't stop playing it. But I really did enjoy the reboot a couple of years ago, so I can't wait to see what they do with the story of this game, as well as the multiplayer, and of course, Warzone like we just touched on. And number four, Rocket League new mode is Battle Royale for people who hate Battle Royale. David Matthews at IGN writes, You're probably thinking, not another Battle Royale, and you'd be justified. However, Rocket League's new knockout game seems to be for people who hate Battle Royale games. Knockout is part of Rocket League's spring in-game event called Knockout Bash, which goes from April 27th to May 10th. The new game mode involves using the driving soccer skills you'd use in normal game in an 8-player destruction derby-style battle royale. In addition to the existing movesets, there are three new skills to master, attack, block, and grab. Attack is basically dodging into an opponent to send them flying if placed right. Block is essentially a parry which reflects attacks back onto the opposing player with proper timing. Grab allows you to, well, grab other players and throw them. Knockout also adds secondary mechanics which are basically enhanced versions of existing moves such as boosting, jumping, and lock-on. For example, you're able to do a triple jump instead of the normal double jump. Knockout features three new arenas specifically for the mode called Calavera, Carbon, and Quadrant. The walls of each arena have been worn away and perfect for knocking players out of the arenas. Unlike other Battle Royale games, Knockout is solo queue only and gives players each three lives. A shrinking translucent dome called the Safe Zone surrounds each area, similar to shrinking circles in other Battle Royale games. If a player goes outside of the safe zone for 10 seconds, they're automatically KO'd. If there isn't a winner after 6 minutes, there is a sudden KO where every attack is fully maxed out, and those thrown into the safe zone are automatically knocked out. This will likely appeal to players who prefer to have quicker games. In fact, the shorter time limit and 3 lives seems tailor-made for those who aren't too keen on Battle Royale games in general. Of course, this new Knockout Bash event comes with new game collectibles such as Fluorescent Wheels, Monarch Boost, or Flutter B Decal. There are also golden gift baskets, which are basically loot boxes that contain random items. This is really cool and it makes me want to check it out. I wish they had just had other modes where I could party up with my friends, because that's the special sauce for me with Battle Royale games. Can we go in together as a team and come out victorious? 
I do really love Rocket League though, as it's one of my top 10 favorite games of all time, so this is very exciting. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and let's do a little stat fact for Xbox Cloud Gaming. Credit to Jay Peters at The Verge. More than 10 million people have streamed games over Xbox Cloud Gaming, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella said Tuesday during the company's third quarter earnings call. Cloud Gaming is a feature that only available as part of the $14.99 per month Xbox Game Pass Ultimate tier, so the figure shared Tuesday indicates that a lot of people are checking it out. It's also a concrete stat in a field where there have been few. Google doesn't break out numbers for Stadia and any number shared for NVIDIA by GeForce Now include people who have used a no-strings-attached free trial. Game Pass has proven to be popular, as Microsoft said in January that the service grew to have 25 million subscribers, which is up from 18 million the year before. This is awesome. I think Xbox Cloud Gaming is a perfect addition to your subscription and not the only way to play games, i.e. Google Stadia. Can't believe they made that mistake. It's so nice. On the recent vacation, I actually took advantage of this as I played the Artful Escape, and it worked good enough, as I mentioned on the show. I'm excited to play it a little bit more on my couch, maybe when my partner's watching television, although it'll never be a replacement for me for true line-in wired gaming. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, a really good source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I've had a very busy week, so I didn't have any time to game. So I'm excited to finish this show, edit it, post it, go work out, and then play some more Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. My name is Brandon Rose. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.